Jeff Salzman here. Welcome to the Bite Size Evolver. Excerpts from my podcasts. Here's 13 minutes on what racism means at various stages. Um, is it racist? I would look at racist as such a loaded term. It's, I would argue that the at integral racist ought not be used much. Or if it is, it has to be placed in the context of the meaning of the stage of development that is using it. So uh, green or postmodern, again, tr uh, warrior red, traditional blue, modern orange, postmodern green, and then integral, different colors. Uh, but it, it, this postmodern progressive stage Who's racist? <laughs> Everybody's racist. Everybody, at least, who isn't actively anti-racist. You're racist whether you think you are or not, because the system itself is racist. Everything is run on whiteness. Um, you know, and I, I get that. I, I sort of recoil from it because I'm white and, you know, we didn't used to talk that way. It was, you know, the, we had the system and then we had black people and, uh, you know, gay people and we had women and we had you know various things that we had to work on but this idea of whiteness as an oppressive force is part of this green postmodern progressive narrative and i want to understand it i want to understand it this is the integral project is to understand it from their point of view to be able to articulate it even better than they can you know that's a goal and so you know i've i'm working on this you know like everybody else I think of goodwill. And the, the most powerful thing I have found in my work with this personally is to just do a reverse visualization. I can try to look through the eyes of black people and try to see how whiteness is suffocating. And I hear, see this on, on, on social media and, and I try, you know, and it's not, it's easy. And, and, but if I actually flip things around and I've visualized that my people, who I came from, and I think of my young cousins and you know the young men who were full of life and the young women who were with their blonde hair and their beauty, and these are the enslaved people. My people have been enslaved by black people, my ancestors. Uh, then there's Jim Crow, and we were sort of marginalized and and, and you know. Uh, hung and, and, and lynched and, 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 and had white uh, restrooms and water fountains and you couldn't swim in a black pool. And I see my people and they're stuck in poverty with no options. And, you know, just that whole thing. All, all, the, all the people in power look like James Earl Jones or, or, or Serena Williams, you know. And, um, and then I could sort of feel it. I can feel if I'm the person who's trying to navigate this world of black power everywhere, and that's, of course, I could see that there's been progress, things have changed, but just as I, I, I noticed that, I can also see more and more deeply into how the culture of white people has made, in the case of my visualization, how the culture of black people have made all the rules and set all the standards. And, um, and you know, that helps me get it. I want to get it from, again, from their point of view. So that's the progressive point of view. And so the, what's the post-progressive critique of that? 
the, the big one is that in the progressive mind, whiteness is actually conflated with modernity. Uh, so all of the things that makes modernity, and that is, you know, clocks, arithmetic, <laughs> you know, corporations, uh, pharmaceuticals, you know, the whole modern world, it's not just the modern world that human beings grow into at a certain stage of development, which is what integral or any developmental thinking would show you. But it, because it came online, uh, mostly in Western Europe, in, you know, from the 1500s on, it's uh, confused with whiteness. And I can understand how people could think that and how they conflate the two. So that's one critique that we would bring to this progressive narrative. The other is that in order for that narrative to be, you know, to, to evolve further, we have to integrate modern and traditional views of racism, okay? So that's what integral does. I mean, if we're looking at the culture wars, we generally see, and this is what we do at the post-progressive post and at the Institute for Cultural Evolution, I do it in the Daily Evolver, always trying to come up with a some win for especially the three big stages that are online in our time in the developed world. And that is traditionalism, the God and country people, the uh, modernists who are secular and just want to make the trains run on time, and the postmodernists. Modernists are also globalists. Postmodernists who are multicultural, eco-sensitive, all of that good stuff. All three of them are completely appropriate stages of development. They're like 12-year-olds growing into 18-year-olds growing into, you know, it's like, it's, it's just, this is the natural movement of history and development. And they all have pieces of the truth and they all have um, pernicious aspects. Mainly the, the, their pernicious aspects are the ones that say that we're the only appropriate worldview, which they all say. All three of them say that they're the only appropriate one and they, they think that when the world be, starts thinking the way they do, then we're all gonna get along. And Integral says no, that the fight itself is part of the evolutionary prog pro process. So, so we wanna integrate the, the modern and traditional views um, uh, uh, that I'm gonna look at here. So, so what's the modern view of racist, racism? That is, this is the secular one, we want to live in a colorblind society when we want to judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Martin Luther King actually said a lot of things that were progressive, he, but you know, he was also really got that modern classic liberal thing of everybody just gets to be equal, you know, and then we judge everybody the way, on that standard. And so modernists, of course, understand history. They understand slavery, they understand Jim Crow, they understand, you know, uh, redlining and, and different things that, uh, you know, continue to this day. The, the fix for modernists is to stop doing that stuff, make it illegal. And so the great modern response to America's racial history was the Civil Rights Act in 1964. And that just makes it illegal to use race as a factor in public life. And the wrong way to fix that is to start demonizing whiteness, which is what you progressives are doing. And so, you know, a modernist will inveigh against articles like this. There's really a lot of um, antibodies to it. 
And, you know, as integralists, we want to see that. And we want to notice that. And we want to see the correctness of that. That's absolutely essential. But we also have a critique of modernity and of classic liberalism. And that is, is that it's largely materialistic. You know, it's secular. The interiors, to use Ken Wilber's quadrant theory, the non-material reality is, you know, reduced to atoms and, you know, thought and consciousness are reduced to synapses or some, you know, function of the meat of the brain. And it, it lacks soul and an understanding of karma and emotional intelligence that, um, you know, progressives get. Uh, so do traditionalists. But modernists, you know, want to just iron all of that out and create what, we, what I would call a mean modernity. Uh, sort of a modern flatland. So we'll take all of that into account, both the good part, you know, we colorblind content of character, freedom, everybody in modern, but they're lacking this, these interiors, this cultural stuff, the consciousness stuff. My friends who are, you know, modern to postmodern, uh, I've had several of them talk to me about how, and I do it myself, I could see it myself, how I have um, seen black people as the other in ways that I don't want to, you know, that I, I, I want to correct, but it's there. And, um, and you know, the, uh, my friends, I would say it of myself, I've made great progress in continuing to see people for who they are past the color of their skin, past their sex, past how they look in general, and to see the person, you know, in there is really important. So anyway, so we want all that. So then we look at traditionalism. And these are the God and country people. These are the social conservatives. And would they call themselves racist? No, their uh, the kinder word for them would be ethnocentric. Um, it's to them just self-evident that their tribe, their people are the good ones. And that the others, uh, however they are defined, and there has to be another because traditionalists see the world as a titanic battle between good and evil. Um, and so, you know, the other side, they may not be evil, they may not be even bad, but there you can't totally trust them. That's the bad part. We don't want that uh, necessarily. We, but we do want, the, what's the good part of that, I guess, is maybe the better way of, of thinking about it. And that is that there is actually a soul uh, to one's people and one's ancestors. And that's not going to just be blenderized and homogenized by modernity, which modernity wants to do. That we want to actually reclaim that. And I noticed that in myself. I, I got my um, genetics done. Uh, my sister got it for me for, for Christmas one year. And I, I thought, you know, Salzman, I was German, probably Jewish. There's a little bit of Romanian in there. I think the gypsies got all over the place. But for the most part, I was, you know, I think 30% Great Britain, but um, it was 60 plus percent, almost 70% was Scandinavian. And I, that just rang like a bell when I heard that. And it made me realize how much, why, why it was when I went to Sweden and Denmark, 
first of all, I look like the people there. I'm tall, you know, I, I, you know, I like to wear big gray um, raincoats. I fit right into Amsterdam. <laughs> but also, why did I love the fjords and the countryside of Sweden so much in my travels there? Why did I feel so at home there? And, you know, there's something I want to consider that is real about that. And so in traditionalism, uh, you know, I want that. So this, so the post-progressive view of racism is, that, you know, we, we want to see that there is this whiteness conflated with modernity. We want to at least understand that. Uh, we want to have the colorblind society. And then we also want to honor our, you know, the, the blood. And you got to watch that bloodline thing, but it's also, but only because it's so powerful and so delicious and so rich to think about your ancestors in that way. So we want all of those to be online. And